Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled The Secret of Castronegro, and it was written by Mark Pettigrew and Sandy Peterson. It's part of a collection entitled Ghastly Adventures in Erudite Lore. I'm your GM, and this is episode three. We have, once again, a really cool recap by Ken Trench as his character, Sam Steele. So, that being said, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Ken? private investigator to Julius Lane and the three professors, Hisney, Harlow and Haston, all from Albuquerque University. I've been employed to find Julius's cousin David and the good professor Dr. Godfrey. Julius put 500 bucks into my hand and said there would be another 500 at the end of this matter. That's enough for a whole year's rent. However, as we embark on this journey from Silver City, and onto our next points, we will find that this story is only at the beginning of which there may be a bloody end. Here we are investigating David's house. We find an intriguing envelope addressed to him from a father, Alonzo Valela, from a Castronegro chapel. That name was to be significant. It was also the name of the third missing person from the La Palga Hotel in Silver City, unrelated to David or even the missing professor. Talking to David's neighbours, we found some interesting information. We discovered that three strangers were seen standing outside of their homes, watching David's house around the time of his disappearance. Two of them were stooped, uh, untidily dressed, they were described as having strange misshapen teeth or buck teeth and green eyes. One of the men of the three was tidy, a dark suit and a trimmed beard. He was probably the leader of the group. One of the neighbours saw that the, the men had green eyes. There's something strange going on around Silver City, and it's still to give up its secrets. After extensive inquiries and a good meal from the housekeeper at David's place, Agapita, our party settled down for drinks that night, and the professors decided to play some poker with uh, our good friend Lane, who has far too much money to burn. I think his name made a few bucks off him that evening. Anyway, we decided to get up early the next morning at 8am to get ready for our investigations. And we decided to split up into two groups. The professors went to the Silver City College and myself and Lane went to uh, meet the sheriff in town. When we got there, he confirmed my own suspicion that the three cases were linked. 
However, Lane's hangover was so bad he nearly threw up all over the sheriff. Not exactly the best introduction. Lane is an, an interesting, slightly twisted character. He has far too much money to burn, but I'm willing to take advantage. Meanwhile, the three professors went to the Silver City College, as I said, and met a Professor William Klein of the History Department, who knew of the missing Professor or Dr. Godfrey. He told us that he, Godfrey was interested in the Gila Cliff dwellings in the National Forest Park. That's another lead for us to check in the morning. We may find evidence of the professor there or his remains. One final strange occurrence was while relaxing at David Lane's house. I happened upon a newspaper article from the 28th recently. It got Harlow very interested due to his forensic and natural interests. The mutilation of 92 head of cattle from one of the farms around the area. The newspaper describes it as the unseen butchers. This has been going on for some time, but never to this extent. This also happened around the 18th and 19th of September. The cattle's tongues and genitalia were removed. It's pretty brutal and sent the owner of the ranch fleeing to Portugal, we understand. So what is this to do with the missing people? Nothing, it seems. But it begs a question, what strange practices are going on around Silver City and the outlying districts? We certainly have something to check out in this old native land. What is the connection between David and the missing boy from the hotel and Castro Negro? And is there any evidence of the professor up in the quick cliff dwellings in the National Forest Park. That's our next job. Outstanding. That was really, really cool, Ken. All right. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Well, is it the next morning? Sure. It is the next morning. You've had your breakfast. And okay, well, I heard there's a sale on beef, so we should probably go pick some of those cows up before they start rotting. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make hamburger patties for everybody. Seasoned in the sun. <laughs> Properly aged. <laughs> um, it's the morning. Uh, what are your intentions? Are you, 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 I know that you're heading towards... Uh, the Gila National Forest, you said that that's one thing you're going to do. Is there anything you wanted to do before you leave? We had talked about going back to the, the campus to try to see if uh, Lane had interacted with any of the uh, the students there. That's right. Mm -hmm. okay. That was something the prof professors forgot to do on the first trip to campus. Yeah. All right. So if that's what you're going to do, you head back over to the... Uh, the university. Is it a university or college? Teacher's college. Teacher's college, that's right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And 
you tell me what you're going to do. There's there's kids everywhere. Well, kids, they're young adults. They're uh, some of them are getting ready for class. Um, I'm assuming we have at least a photo of of Lane. Okay, can we show, well, can we'll can we show that, that off? You have photos. Well, yeah, sure. Are you all right doing that, uh, Mr. Lane? Showing off this photo to see if anybody recognizes him? Well, someone's got to get it done. Oh. Me and Steel, I suppose. Yeah, I'm happy to help. Is it Lane, though, or is it the Professor Godfrey that we're being our teachers? I th We've already hit the Professor Godfrey angle, so I think we're going for, yeah. for Lane. Oh, okay. I, I think we're going for the students this time because last time you guys got the the teachers, but not the student body. So uh, I don't know. To that's going to make a difference. Uh, I, I believe that you were you were concerned whether Lane was picking up young girls. Yeah. So we will try to emulate that behavior. All right. How long would you like to spend doing this? I'd, uh, let's say you've got about an hour before classes start and people will start that, disappearing. Yeah. Uh, at least an hour and a half then. You know, see, do that hour before they get to class and then spend a half an hour kind of perusing the grounds, finding the cool kids who are skipping class, maybe convince them to come into my car. <laughs> oh, no, I don't have the Bentley. Shit. <laughs> so wow. less impressive. Want to see my university uh, express vehicle? It's the Somehow I think the people who are going to teacher's college can't afford not to go to class. <laughs> yeah, you never know. All right. Why don't you do – we'll have – Pick one of you to do a, a luck roll. But you're not allowed to compare luck rolls. What about charm? No, just luck. No. 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 That's not going to be me. It's not me. I, I failed. All right. We'll say that you spend an hour and a half and you don't find anybody who recognizes David's picture. Well, we try. Yeah. Okay, guys, are we going to head to the mountains? Yep. So make sure we get a little bit of food to go with us here just in case and make sure our water's topped off. And We'll say it's about 9.30. Um, Swing on by the general store. We should be able to get, get some good rations. Sure. Do we know if we're heading no. into a town or is this are we headed into the woods? I think it was a pretty remote area. I mean, he, they kind of described where to turn off the road at, but uh, it might even be helpful if we had some more um, specific drawings of the area if, there, if that kind of thing is available. Let's see if I can. I'm figuring if in. there's a church out there, there's going to be people. I was going to say this is to the church. We're going to the church first before we go to Castro Negro, I guess. Trying to find the church, the church is church, in I think, is, is in Castro Negro. Yeah, you're right. Jim. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I've zoomed in on this picture here. We can I can show this to you. Okay, so we want to go past the Gila Monument and straight into Castro Negro. Then uh, I or think not. the idea was to stop stop at Gila and look at maybe the let's see the cliff dwellings on the way to Castro Negro. Is that right? Yeah, that's that was the plan, as I recall, is to stop off the cliff drawings area, see if there's anybody around, and 
uh, see if there's any evidence of uh, what Doctor uh, Godfrey was doing there. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it's just a, it, I think it was just a bit southwest of Castronago. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can see the map there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you see the little little really windy road going up into the the Gila National Forest. Now the Gila National Forest on the edges. Uh, it's just kind of scrub brush, but very quickly pine trees fill in and, and it gets, uh, it never gets really dense, dense until you're in the middle of it. Uh, but it's mostly hills and, 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 and small mountains and lots and lots of pine trees and lots and lots of scrub brush, but it's, it's relatively dry. It's a dry forest. It's not a wet forest. It, you men aren't that familiar with this territory. Doesn't it behoove us for us to get a guide who is familiar with this territory? I mean, you got us here, men, and that was adequate, ad, very adequate. I'll give you that. But shouldn't we maybe use some of uh, connections to to get us a guide, someone who knows what the fuck they're doing in this type of territory? Hmm. We have an office for the Forest Service here, because if anybody's been in the National Forest, they're the guys who go in and out of it all the time, you know, forest rangers. Um, but, uh, I'm not sure when National Forests were actually established. That was um, they, that they Roosevelt? Were that was yeah. Roosevelt, the original. Yeah, the Gila's already established uh, National Forest at this time, and the forest rangers would be going in and out patrolling it. Um, and in fact, uh, they're also de facto, um, if I'm not mistaken, they're at this time, they're also de facto uh, law enforcement for the National Forest as well. Okay. This would be the perfect person. So they're armed too, right? They're yes, they would be armed too. In fact, actually, they, are, uh, they have the powers of a, uh, of a uh, this, this is out of kind of out of character or sort, sort of pseudo character, but they also have the powers of a, uh, of a uh, U.S. Marshal too. Well, I, why don't we buy one of these men to, uh, you know, have them, uh, or I mean, uh, rent him, or, uh, you know, whatever the uh, local legislation needs us to do. I'm more than willing to make a donation or get them a hospital or some education, whatever they need. Uh, now, um, would my business skills kind of go into, would that help on, like, how to massage one of these guys out? When you're talking about U.S. federal government here. Yeah, I mean, it's something I would deal with probably often, being a, you know, a, a titan of industry. That's up to you. You can try. Sure. Uh, what would you like me to try, though? Like, what? I don't know. <laughs> you got to tell I'll, me. What I'll, I'll make... Why don't we ask at the uh, general store? That's a good good starting point. If not, I can, t uh, I can go over to the sheriff's department and uh, ask oh. them there. Wasn't there some talk we had to go to the county hall anyways, the courthouse? We were going to get some... another place to check. Yeah, why don't we go to the courthouse and then we're going to get some... We're going to get some maps, I thought, there um, to find out who owned the church. I think that was... So maybe why, uh, while you guys are doing your library use there, I'll try and uh, talk to someone, you know, charm some of the officials into getting us some people. Does that sound decent? Guys, fair enough for me. Sure. So, you want to go to the city hall in Silver City 
and see if you can find anything about the church in Castronegro? Well, I thought, and maybe I'm mistaken, but isn't this the the, the record for the county? Yeah, they, have, they would have yeah. county records here. Probably. Okay. Or Albuquerque would probably have more records there. Um, all right. That makes sense. Um, so and then while you, oh, go ahead. they're what doing you? that work, I'll go and talk to the highest level official I can get my ears to and see, or the appropriate one, rather, and see if I can't get a federal marshal escort. Or, or not a fed. It's not a federal marshal. A, uh, a federal, a, um, a force, a force, a force ranger. Officer. Force ranger. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's do the Hall of Records first, if that's what you're going to do. Um. Let me think. So you go to the Hall of Records, and. Uh, Um, I can give you some bits of information. You don't really find anything specifically on the church, except that it was probably built in the late 1600s, early 1700s. Um, but aside from that, you do find some information. These are bits of information that you find after about an hour's looking. Sure, you'd like someone to read these? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll, I'll take it if that's all right. Uh, Castronegro is a small New Mexican town located about 40 miles north of Silver City, just five miles east of the northern Gila River. The nearest railroad station is in Silver City. Castronegro was founded in 1680 by a wealthy Spanish nobleman named Bernardo de Diaz. He led his family there along with two other families, Vilhelia Pereira and the... I apologize, and Jimenez. The town's original name was Agua Blanca, but the name was changed to Castronego sometime in the late 18th century. The reason for this change is unknown. In 1728, during the Inquisition suppression of Madrid Freemasonry, many Spanish refugees fled persecution to Castronego. That's about it. Hmm. A little bit of info on Castronego. Julius, you are the, about the closest you can come as the sheriff. Um, there are a couple of rangers in charge of the, the national park, but they are not there. They are somewhere out in the national park. Hmm. Well, uh, what about one of your men? One of your uh, deputies? My my men have things to do. They're not uh, going to. I'm not exactly sure what you want. Just just to drive you around, or. Well, I mean, having adequate protection and having a man who kind of knows the lay the land. Protection from what? Well, you know, we've got three men missing already. Uh, the people I'm working for, working with me, aren't exactly. The, the most competent or robust. And I was hoping that, you know, I could make a sizable donation to one of your organizations. Uh, you know, you all of your choosing. And 
Oh, I have one of your men uh, accompany us. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid that that's just out of the question. We don't. We're, this isn't Albuquerque. We don't have the kind of manpower that can just up and follow you around wherever you'd go to keep you safe. We we have jobs to do here. So, you know, well, I mean, th- this, to do it this investigation, this investigation is is at this point very low on our priority. Adult people disappearing is not high. We have far more important things to do than and work on this with you and, and i can see you know all of uh, all of this dusty town must have to offer in crime and adventure and, and profits for that matter uh your public library is uh is capital so none of your men would be willing to come with me for five hundred dollars has nothing to do with money or whether they're willing it's a matter of they have stuff to do so yeah, are, are the deputies there? No, they're doing things. Oh, that I totally made an ass of myself. I was hoping the deputies were there, so it's gonna be like, like, come on. All right. Well, uh, yeah, if the deputies aren't there, then uh, well, can you at least point me in the direction of of somebody who may know the lay of the land that may be able to help this situation, since that you're not able to. Um. Other than people that you know come from that area, or. Uh... Or the Rangers. I can't think of anybody. All right. Are you positive? So there's nothing you need that could change your mind? Uh, No, sir. Sorry. All right. Well, where are these Rangers then? Uh, wherever they are. I, I don't know. I don't keep track of the God rangers. damn it, man. What kind of town are you running here? I'm not running the town. I'm just a policeman. I'm doing my job, sir. And spectacularly, I must say. Hats off. And I uh, I leave in a huff. And then, uh, you know, that's it. All right. All right. There's, there's no, obviously no buy in this guy. So... <laughs> So, somebody's going to murder you for your money. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, I thought there was gonna there was gonna be the the deputies there. So uh, I kind of I kind of imagined that there was like you know he's kind of defending his deputies as they're like you know doing paperwork or something. That's why I was gonna be like you know you know five hundred dollars. Let's fucking go. Forget your old jobs. You know, like but. And then, you know, unless I see them around, I can't really make that offer. But if I see them around, I'll definitely offer it. All right. All right. So you guys get back up to get you back together. Well, we uh, found some general information about Castronegro, but really no specific property information. Uh, we could not find papers that identified ownership. I found some information about Silver City, too. It's a shithole. (laughs) Welcome to New Mexico there, uh, Mr. Lane. Yeah, it's the armpit of the United States. These men can't even be bought. I would have bought them a goddamn hospital. They don't even want that. Man, for a week. What is with this place? Don't they believe in capitalism? Damn it. I'm not driving there, just so you know. And he takes a big swap. 
you guys have obviously realised that um, the name that came up in the founding of the, the town of Castro Negro, Valela Pereira. Mm. Yeah, one of our names on our list. Yeah. I say, guys, well, I think we've got two people still to find. Let's get moving. Let's get some sandwiches and go. Okay. Unless, well, unless uh, you want to look for a local tour guide or something like that, you know. I don't. I think you know the the sheriff couldn't help us, and I'm afraid you know if he's the best this town has to offer, we may just have better luck in Castronegro. Now I don't know about you, mate, but I don't know if jumping into the bushes without a guide is the best idea. Maybe we should just go to Castronegro first, get a guide, and then go down into the the national forest. Maybe we'll run into one of these uh, uh, forest rangers because the, uh, uh, the the sheriff has no idea what he's been on. Well, well speaking out of, speaking out of character, when we whenever going to a national park, there, I've always seen entry posts and there you know rangers collecting fees and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, is there any chance that we're going to see something like that along the way? Would our characters know about that? You know, if it's common to enter enter that big forest lands area and have to go through a uh, uh, to pay a fee or some sort of tax for no. traveling along the roads? In 1925? No, you wouldn't be paying a fee. This is a national forest. This is actually public. This is land for the public. Okay, so this um, is an isolated land then. They haven't no. kind of well, drawn a fence it's around No, it's isolated, but it's, um, it's, it's very much, I mean, being a national forest, this is a forest set aside for the public. And uh, it's in, in the 20s, there really wasn't any kind of development or anything like that. And very few national forests have anything like a national park where you'd have like a ranger station or stuff for tourists or anything like well, that, even yeah. to this day. Realize, realize um, this, is, this isn't the Grand Canyon. This isn't the giant redwoods. This is just a freaking desert. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you could take somebody out there and murder them and nobody would ever know. So, yeah, I don't think you're going to have much luck with that. Well, well, I'm still for heading for the cliff dwellings first. I think that would be worth looking at before Castro Negro. I would really. I agree, Mr. I agree. I agree with Mr. Steele. Hey, Tom, with my um, archaeological background, have I heard of the cliff dwellings before? Do I know anything about them? Are you from uh, Albuquerque? Um, I was born in Arkham, but my residence is in Albuquerque. Um, probably. I mean, you've probably heard of them, but you've never visited them. There's a lot of of cliff dwellings and Indian sites and things out here in the desert, and probably a lot more interesting than this one in particular. But you might have heard of it. Do I? I'm basically asking because I'm not 100 sure what it is. So is is it like? Cliff dwellings is that the like holes in the mountains where they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's basically a cave that they built uh, structures in. Okay. To keep the weather out. And to keep rival tribes from being able to easily assault them. Most oh. cliff dwellings have, uh, at least the, I, I, I'm not familiar with the ones in Gila, but I'm, I'm familiar with Pueblo, which have the key door like this. Yeah. So that you can you're, you can only go one leg at a time through the door, which means that the they could stand on the other side of the door with a, a club and just 
bonky one by one. <laughs> well, think a think a mini version of like uh, Mesa Verde because they were originally, um, if I'm not mistaken, they were originally Anasazi uh, dwellings that were occupied by different Indian tribes mm -hmm. afterwards and stuff because it was a prime location. Um, but they were there. It's kind of like if you if you've ever seen anything from Mesa Verde or Chaco Canyon, it's like a small, very small version of that. I have pictures. And <laughs> looking around at our group, I'm going to ask: Does anybody here speak Spanish by any chance? I do. I do. Okay, great. Speaking of which, what does Agua Blanca mean? Is that black water? White, or is that white, white water? water? White water. What does Castro Negro mean? I'm not really sure. Negro is black, but. Castro? House? Can I do a Spanish roll to see? Uh, that's that's Casa. It would be Casa Negro. If it was house. You can, but I tried to look it up and it doesn't really have a, a, a meaning that I could find. Um, oh, well, he rolled those dice right out the. <laughs> we lost. Oh, we lost, lost Joshua. The closest I could come up with was possibly castrated, but that doesn't make any sense. I th I think no black of... balls? Is that it? No black balls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry um, about that, guys. Uh, my guess, and this is outside the game, my guess is they tried to make it sound like a Spanish-sounding town name and... They came up with Castro Negro because there's no other town named Castro Negro in the country. <laughs> Everything all set? You guys hear me? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Fucking my computer froze and it was it was I was like I could hear you guys, so it took me a while to figure it out because I'm all like, uh, dude, Tom keeps talking over me. I'm like, I asked like nicely three times. Like <laughs> your, your overlay is gone. You can put the overlay. Oh, back. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So you guys are on your way. Mm -hmm. Um, it is a very narrow, very windy road. Um, uh, there are some, there are fairly uh, deep ruts in the road, especially where it had rained and the ground had become soft. And you know that there is a bus that travels along this way. And it occurs to you, uh, do you remember what day of the week this is? I think this is a Sunday. All right. So you shouldn't have any problem with the bus. Uh, but you keep thinking that if you encountered the bus on this road, you don't know how you would get around it. You know, there's a few turnouts, but not very many of them. Um, the road to Castanegro is about 40 miles of winding. So I would like you to all do a constitution roll. Oh shit! There we go again. <laughs> Pass. Uh, not so much. I'm I'm losing my breakfast. Yeah, failed. Yeah, you have to stop. They puked At least. Again. What's that? They puked again. <laughs> oh God, man! Learn how to drive. How about you, Ken? I'm good. I'm all good. All right. So I'm you just, have I'm to stop at least twice. 
Oh, because you get nauseous. And, uh, and yeah, uh, Julius pukes again. And uh, who was the other one, Ford? Yeah, Harlow. Yeah, Harlow's... Yeah, he, Harlow pukes too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you guys are, and you guys are climbing ever upwards into the hills, but it's mostly hills. You're, you're going up and down as you go. Um, it's getting a little bit more green, but at the same time, it's still very dry. Um, eventually, you come to a spot where there is a fork in the road. And from the map that you saw, the fork on the left should take you to the uh, the cave dwellings, and the fork on the right should take you ultimately to Castro Negro. So, I assume this looks like the right there. place. Yeah. All right, so you head along the road going towards the cliff dwellings, and eventually you get to a spot where your car can no longer. Go. There's a, a place where obviously people can park a car if they need to. And there is a dirt road that is heading up towards some cliffs. And uh, after you get out and you walk for, oh, maybe five minutes or so along this road, uh, you see this. Uh, before everybody walks off, I'm going to volunteer to stay with the car because I want to keep an eye on on things there and let everybody else walk up. Uh, you can do that, but there's nobody for 20 miles in any direction. Still, we safety. Your, we might need your forensic uh. experience. All right. I've been around, I've been around ruins like this before. My, my, uh, my people used to make these. Uh, they're, 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 they're pretty uh, spread wide across uh, New Mexico and Arizona. There's nobody there. A lot of there. them have been busted down, but yeah, there's still plenty of them out there if you know where to look. All right, well, convince you. I'll, I'll, I, I'll go up, but I'm. I don't feel good leaving the car behind. To be honest, it's an interesting uh, observation from the day and age that we all live in. But uh, coming from a small town at one point, we we left our keys in the car all the time. <laughs> Because well, why I'm, take I've them got, out? <laughs> um, I've got, uh, a sh as well as my pistols, I have a, a shotgun and a rifle. So I offer one of the rifle or shotgun to somebody just in case we come across any wild animals or anything like that. Do you expect trouble? I, I pull out my broom handle. So it's I don't expect trouble, but you know I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be uh, caught off guard. Especially considering we get we've had disappearances and strange people lurking about. I think the biggest trouble we're going to find up here is just watching where you put your hands and feet, but you know under rocks and make Indeed. sure you got a clear view of you know that you're not going to get bit by something. Yeah. D does this look safe? <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, you could definitely hurt yourself, but people lived here for a thousand years and it's safe enough. I mean, obviously you could fall off something if you were not paying attention, but I'm not going to make you roll dex rolls for it. Or okay. That's, that's pretty much what I'm getting at. Yeah. Am I going to have to make climb rolls and stuff like that? Cause I will go wait at the fucking car. If that's the case. <laughs> well, it's a little tricky getting up there. Uh, 
but once you're there, I mean, it was, it's definitely was a dwelling. Um, it's quiet. You can hear maybe a hawk uh, uh, off in the distance making a screech sound as it uh, dives for a pigeon or something like that. And, um, it's a fairly mild day. It's definitely cooler inside the cavern, the cave. Um, uh, it's an interesting archaeological um, site. What would you guys like to do? I'd like to yell, David! Your voice echoes, and but no, no response. I'd like to look for any sort of signs of uh, formal research that might have been being done. Something perhaps uh, that's been roped off, or you could tell that maybe it's been staged for um, for study. Oh, you find nothing like that at all. I'm going to um, look around and see if there's anything that pops up that seems interesting, that seems out of place. Um, uh, obviously out of place. Why don't you do a, a spot hidden for me? I am completely oblivious. Okay. I'm, I'm also wanting to look for anything specifically, you know, that might relate to Professor God. Godfrey being here, you know, maybe uh, a notepad or items of clothing or something. Okay. Something along that line. Go ahead and do a spot hidden. Oh, I forgot. I go, Godfrey! Yeah, good no, success. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, that, um, that, was, that was a success, yeah. Um, well, as you're looking around, you see almost no evidence of people being up here uh, recently, except maybe a little bit of, you know, garbage, like a uh, um, paper bag or something that was crumpled up and th just thrown in a corner because people don't, people do shit like that. So it's, um, it's almost like tourist trash or something like that. Yeah, maybe somebody who was camping just came up here and didn't is have there, the decency to take the trash. Maybe signs of a camp or any, maybe it's been there for any period of time, no? No, not really. Um, maybe some shuffle marks in the dirt uh, from other people who've hiked up here and, and taken a look. But it doesn't look like it's a popular place. There's not, there's nobody here. You didn't see anybody on the road. It's kind of remote. Um, Are there any uh, drawings on the walls, even in the caves or, or somewhere nearby? Um, occasionally, you do see uh, some pictograms and things like that on the wall, um, especially in uh, in flatter areas, but also in the in the cavey, you know, parts that that weren't built. Uh, why don't you do a spot hidden for me? Uh, I got a hard on that. Eleven out of twenty-five. Excellent. Now that's, that's different. Is that Burning Man? You see that very interesting wall, wall painting with what looks like a human being in the middle, but there's something strange on either side. 
I am very familiar with the Hopi Anasazi language and uh, uh, the written form of their communication. Does this uh, connect with that or relate to that at all? Anything that I can uh, make sense of here? Well, um, it definitely seems within the style of the Indians of the area, but you have no clue what those other figures are. And this looks older. It doesn't look fresh like someone has just recently done this, right? Correct. I, well, I, I make sure everybody else gets a chance to see this, too, and point it out. So this looks like like a local style, but I don't hmm. think I've ever seen anything quite like this before. Interesting. Is that an artifact on the right-hand side with spiky hair? What's an artifact? An anteater. An automadillo. <laughs> Well, on the right, almost looks like a volcano to me. I, I think it looks like someone has lost their head. I'd say a porcupine, Christmas tree, <laughs> alien pot dude. I say to the professors, I say to the professors, you know, trying to get into the mindset of um, Professor Godfrey. Uh, if we, you know, if he was interested in archaeology and such like, what would where, where would they want to go or what would they want to be doing around here? Is there any kind of uh, kind of psychology of the professor? Because obviously you guys knew him, you know, that you could maybe kind of guess what, what you would want to be doing up here. Well, I believe that was his primary interest, was psychology. And whenever we talked about the, the natives, it was typically superstition and lore and you know, he wanted to know about the trickster and, uh, you know, different ceremonies that might take place on, on the, the reservation still. Recall it. The trickster. The trickster, the fox. Yes. To fox. you, it always seemed like it was his hobby. Just a pass, just not a passing interest and a real interest, but not anything that had to do with his, uh, profession yeah it's just stuff we talked about in passing yeah i I would like to maybe take a walk outside of the cave you know i'm I'm trying to think of what the professor would be doing up here and without getting myself into too much danger maybe kind of take a walk around the top of the hill around the the side of the hill to see if there's maybe anywhere else he may may have been exploring okay i'm going to do the same thing but in kind of the opposite direction okay why don't you all do spot hiddens? Okay. I'm going to stick with one of those guys because they're armed. Just a uh, success. I, I failed. You're going to fail. Fail. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, success, but barely. You find yourself... Um, wandering about for about an hour and a half. And in that time, other than those little drawings, you don't find anything interesting at all. Uh-huh. Back to your car then, Ben? 
Yeah, let's get to the church. I, I don't know of any other reason to stay here. And we certainly uh, don't want to be out here at night, I wouldn't think. No, I think we're no. just burning daylight at this point. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let, let's take it to church. Do any of the other professors know what particular Indian tribe might have been out here at this location? I, I, I'm hearing other names being thrown about. I'm just curious if we know. Well, the most notorious ones are the Apache. Okay. All right. So you guys get back in your car. And uh, you continue down the road. Uh, you still have about 10 miles to go. Why don't you go ahead and do a constitution roll for me? <laughs> oh, 96. Uh, <laughs> Make it. Easy. Pass. Oh, yeah. Shit, I actually made mine. All right. Yeah. Ju Julius realizes that if he keeps yeah. the window rolled down and his head stuck out. Yeah. You know, I was just filling my gut with whiskey. Like, seller, Yes. It's but uh, somebody got a somebody got a ninety six there, so they didn't quite get the door open fast enough. Yeah, that was oh. Professor Hanston. Oh. oh, he was riding bitch. That's not so not good. Sorry, All right. man. All right, you go along, and uh, the area kind of flattens out a little bit. There are hills and and mountains in the distance, and. Uh, uh, hills all the way around you, but Castanegro, Castanegro is kind of in a little little valley area. It's relatively flat right where the town is. But as you as you pull into town, how do I describe this? Um, first, you see like one homestead over here, and then you go for a while, and then maybe there's another one and a field. You can see a field. Um, and then you can see the town coming up, and it gets it gets more and more dense as you go into the town. But there's not much to it. There is definitely a little center of town, and uh, this is kind of what it looks like. Um, it's it's actually uh, kind of quaint looking, uh, much much nicer looking, I would say, than. Uh, what you what you've seen in Silver City, however, it's still you know dusty, dirty, um, Spanish sort of town, and you are coming in uh, from the south on what turns into Diaz Avenue. Hmm. There's a little town square with the chapel in the center of it, and little buildings most of them one or two stories high except for the herrera hotel uh you see the bus stop uh where the bus would normally stop there wow there's more to this town than i was expecting yeah why don't we uh get rooms at the hotel before we go much further i think we all could use uh, a bit of refreshing after the professor's uh expulsion i guess was what you're saying yeah that sounds like a good plan. I definitely need to clean off these pant legs. Okay. You so, did get most of it in your hat. I will give you that. That was commendable. You find um, you find a parking spot just right in front of the Herrera Hotel. It does not look really particularly busy. 
Um, once again, this is a small town. You don't see a lot of traffic. You do see the occasional people walking up and down the street doing shopping or whatever. Um, uh, all right, you you park your car and you get out and you walk up to the Herrera, the entrance to the Herrera Hotel. And uh, you go inside. There is a man behind a desk. Uh, you can see that the first floor is mostly a lounge as well as um, the, the front desk. And the rest of the, the rooms are probably all upstairs. Um, Great. Uh, how many rooms do you have available for the night? Uh, excuse, oh, I'm sorry. Um, That's quite uh, all right. Uh, how many uh, people do you have? Let's see. Can you accommodate five? Um, certainly. Um, let's see. Uh, sure. Um, uh, four, five, six, seven, and eight. Okay. Are any of those are the deal? Um, are $2. they your best rooms? It's two dollars a night. The rooms are all the Great. same. You don't have any rooms that uh well, do they all have indoor plumbing in the such or uh there is a shared bathroom uh there are two shared bathrooms one on each end of the hall do, do you have any rooms with their own bathroom by any chance no okay uh, two dollars a night you said that's correct right, uh, that, that includes meals okay and credit for the bar you have a bar here? oh no i'm just kidding <laughs> damn prohibition uh, you're looking for a bar, huh? Well, um, you didn't hear it from me, but Sancho's uh, down on the Sancho's. corner. Uh, they, uh, it, it's a gentleman's club. Well, let's call Excellent. it that. Let's call it that. But thank you for the tip, sir. And I give him twenty bucks. Yes, sir. Please make sure the rooms all have clean towels. Um, and he goes, he goes, ding, ding, ding. He says, Lucia. He says, uh, uh, make sure uh, rooms uh, four through eight have clean towels. And she says, yes, senor. And she goes. Oh, going to help us with our luggage there? Got a man for that? Uh, I'll help you. You have Excellent. luggage? Not much. I didn't think you brought any luggage. No, you didn't I don't bring think, any luggage. I don't, I don't think we were really expecting this. I, I say to the, the professors, um, on the way up here, did, uh, I'm quite surprised at this town. Did you notice a building that looked like a library coming up? I did. I did. That's one of the things that kind of amazed me. I, I wasn't expecting half this stuff. I mean, this is this is pretty big town for uh, being out in the middle of nowhere here in New Mexico. I'm, I'm impressed. I mean, they, they must be, uh, I wonder what the secret to the prosperity is here because the, the, the town has obviously flourished, you know? Hmm. Well, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. This is not like a city. This is, right. these are little wooden buildings and. Uh, okay, okay. You know. yeah. yeah, this seems like a, a 
to to me, this seems like the, everything you'd have in like an eighteen sixties western town, right? Like the, the Herrera. It's, it's all it's all adobe and wood. Uh, the Herrera's got a lot of stonework to it. So does the church. Remember, this town was founded in the sixteen hundreds, mm-hmm. right? So most right. of these most of these buildings are old. They've been around. It's just your top quality maps, Tom. That's all it is. I know. Yeah. It makes it look more sophisticated than it is. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm like, I hope they have a tobacco shop here because I'm nearly out of cigarettes. <laughs> oh, they do have a tobacco shop. It's uh, it's on Church Street. The uh, the proprietor of the uh, hotel tells you. What about, uh, have you ever seen any rangers around here by any chance? Uh, you mean the rangers from the the forest? Not yeah. usually. Occasionally, hmm. maybe somebody will come and get a drink, but this is really self governing area. Hmm. We have our we have a sheriff. We have a ah constable. Okay, where's he at the jailhouse? Uh, correct. Okay. I'm going to run him and Dan Sanchez. Uh, I got another question. Uh, this might be unusual, but uh, uh, have you ever uh, met a uh, David Lane by any chance or meet him? Has he ever come around? Uh, David Lane? It doesn't sound familiar, no. Mm-hmm. How, how about uh, a Dr. William Godfrey? Dr. Godfrey? No. No. But if you're Is doing a medical, some study medical in a doctor? Uh, no, a uh, doctor of psychology. No, we don't have any anything like that in this town. Yeah, I wasn't Are thinking we... as a permanent resident, just someone perhaps traveling through. He was a, uh, an associate of ours back at the University of New Mexico in Albuquerque. Well, yeah, he, was, he didn't stay in this hotel. Okay. Well, thank you anyways. Mm-hmm. Maybe use the pseudonym. I show him a picture of David and I show him a picture of Godfrey. Well, you you, you have to show him a picture of Godfrey. I go, yeah, um, you sure? This, have you ever seen this man, son? No, no, never seen him. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What about um? This is I, I'm sorry for asking for any of all these questions. And no, my no, own sure, concern. sure. I, I assure I'll make it worth your while. But um, also this is gonna be sense. This is just the craziest thing. But have you ever seen what appears to maybe be a native man? It, but the unusual thing about them, these two are, they have green eyes. Green eyes, right? Half, half the town has green eyes, and they're Native American. Half the town is native with green eyes. Well, most of the town is uh, is you know mixture of Spanish and and uh, huh. Native American. I never realized that. I, I'm new to these areas. Curious. Mm. Yeah, but but half the town that's a genetic trait that's very common in in most of the people in this town, which is. Uh, which is news to me, sir. Yeah, sorry. Now, this particular man does not have green eyes. He's got brown hair and brown eyes. Um, I, I asked the, the... What's the guy's name again? You didn't ask him. Okay. Well, <laughs> ask him his name. Uh, Juan Herrera. Uh, Juan, um, is the... the Folks with the green eyes, is it they they've from descended from one of the particular families from the town uh, in the early days? Um uh a lot of the Diaz, a lot of the Valela Pereira family. Um yeah, them mostly. 
Okay. Uh, they're they're probably the oldest families in the in the town. Um, hmm. the, the, you know they 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 founded the town, so um, they've been here all all this time. Most of the town is uh, owned by the Diaz family. Um, I don't know if you saw it or not, but that big house on the on the hill that's uh, uh, Bernardo de Diaz's uh, house. He's a dis- direct descendant of the original founder. Hmm. He's uh, number four. So is he like the governor of the town or something like that? Nah, he's just uh, just the rich old guy that owns most of the property. Um, I gotta warn you. Don't don't make an, too much of yourselves in this town. Uh, uh, Diaz doesn't like strangers very much in his town. He's uh, kind of xenophobic. Hmm. Hmm. And uh, not unheard of. Well, that's that's some good advice. So keep your nose clean. <laughs> that's all I can say. I'm sure that you're very nice people, and you know, there's there's other things in town that might be of interest. There's a there's a, a, a bookstore, uh, La Tumba. Um, they deal uh, in uh, uh, curiosities. It's a curiosity shop. Um, huh. They're over on Valela Pereira Street. Um, there's a tobacco shop. You mentioned the tobacco shop. There's a small library. Other than that, a lot of the buildings are abandoned. They're... The town had really? a payday a few, you know, decades ago. And, and, and where's the best? Don't mind me asking. Sorry, on you go. What's that? On you go, Professor. Uh, you don't mind, I ask Juan, uh, if you don't mind me asking, um, what, what, what caused the, uh, the uh, people to leave the town and the uh, abandoned buildings there? There's just not much business up here. Um, hmm. uh, what business is up here? Um, just the things you see. Uh, mostly farming. Mm-hmm. Ranching? Ranching. Farming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, other than that. Mm. Um, uh, you know, there were there used to be silver mining, but that uh, mm. that's long since uh, gone. So the uh, mines uh, were 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 uh, spent. Yeah, to be honest, I don't even know where they were. Hmm. So they was uh, the Herreras involved with the silver mining back in the day, or? Oh no. Um, you know, honestly, I don't know all about, all about my family. I know that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, let's see, what was one of my my more famous ancestors? Uh, Oh, hold on. Uh, talk amongst yourselves for a moment. <laughs> I, wonder, uh, I wonder if he knew uh, Joaquin and could share any news about him or any information about him. It's a small town. I would think maybe he'd know who he was. Yeah, uh, it's a little strange. Uh, Joaquin uh, Valela Pereira? Um, I think. Yes, I heard sir. I'm that, sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to speak around you. Um, 
I, I heard that he he ran off somewhere. No, but the way we heard it told was that he was uh, missing. Well, you know, kids. Yeah. Indeed. Did you know him? Not really. I think that he's um, he's uh, what's his name? Oh, hold on. Got all these names. Uh, he's uh, uh, Philip's kid, or Philip's, well, Philip's nephew, I think. Um, Philip raised him. His parents died a long time ago, and he's always a troubled kind of kid. Uh, uh, Philip owns the tobacco shop. Might oh. ask him. Thank oh, you. There you go. Uh, he says that his, uh, his ancestor was, uh, first ancestor that came here was Gabriella. Uh, de Herrera, who migrated here from Madrid, Spain. But that was that was sometime after the town was established. I, I turned to a couple of the professors and, and mentioned the fact that the, the bookstore is the name of the bookstore that your own Professor Godfrey got his, uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce the German book, uh, that will cult book mm. that you were you were looking at. So yeah. that's where. Uh, oh yeah, the German the dumpling dogs. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it dumpling book. Hmm. So that might be worth uh, some of you educated mm. gentlemen having a little conversation with the shop owner at some point. I'm going to turn to Juan and ask him, um, sir. Uh, has there been any? Um, just just an offhand thing um have you seen any uh german uh families or or individuals coming through the area or know of such in the past uh 20 years or so german yeah no not that i can think of hmm i'm just kind of curious uh, it's, i hear tell that there's been a lot of german investors since uh the turn of the century and before the war uh that that were uh in New Mexico and Arizona and in northern Mexico and stuff, looking at, at stuff. Just just curious off the top well, of my head there. I mean, you're talking European foreigners. I don't think that uh, uh, Bernardo would care much for uh, <laughs> for that. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I wouldn't blame him on that. I say, well, guys, I'm going to go and get some smokes. Um, but before I go, I ask the, the guy, um, where's the best place around town just to get to know the locals and find out what's happening and things like that? Well, Sancho's probably. You'll, uh, you know, this time of morning, there's not going to be much going on there. But in the afternoon, you got to pay a mm -hmm. fee. You got to you got to join the club. Okay. Seems perfectly no problem. Other than Sancho's, uh, where where do people usually um, hang out? Uh, got a general store area or a uh, or a restaurant that's or a cafe that yeah. people usually. Uh, there's, there's no restaurant. There's the there's this place. We got a pretty decent uh, pretty decent food here. Um, yeah. Our uh, our chef is named. I told you this is kind of a sandbox. <laughs> mm. uh, 
Uh, uh, yeah, just is there any place where we can grab the materials from, like so we can look the map over again or look some of the evidence over again? Gordon Ramsay, yeah. Uh, Ned Brown is the. I'm sorry, not Ned Brown. Uh, um, Samuel Garcia is the chef here. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, what were you asking? Just like uh, we talked about last week and we never kind of like finished it up was the conversation about like if there was a place we could find the info without taking screenshots of it. Uh, I never... I I didn't put that together. I think Jeff sent it sent the files out. Okay. I can send them out. No, no problem. You want the map? Is that uh, what you like want? To... Yeah, that's really yeah. what it comes down to. I'd just rather look at be able to know what I'm talking about. What kind of, what kind of time are we at, uh, Tom? Um, I'd say it's it? probably now about 2.30 or 3. Because the, the trip was grueling and you guys did look around for a while. I want to take a wander around town and go down to the tobacco shop and get some cigarettes. Yeah, okay. I'll go with Steel, see if they've got any fine cigars. I'd also like to go. Okay. So you guys are gonna walk down to the tobacco shop? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a wander on my own there, so I'll let you take care of those guys and then we can we can hit my wander. I'm sorry, say that one more time. Oh, I'm going to go off and wander around the town just casually okay. alone. Splitting okay. the fucking party again? All right, that's fine. I just want to check oh, on something here. I'll meet you all at the tobacco oh, shop. All right. Um, all right, so you head on down the street to uh, Church Street and uh, down to the tobacco, past the library and down to the tobacco shop uh and it's it's a small shop uh but it's open i go in and say uh is there somebody at the counter uh yeah there's a man who's putting putting stuff away uh he's an old man uh looks like he's probably in his 60s uh his back is to you uh he's rather Tall and lanky, his hair is is silvery gray. And uh, when the little there's a little bell on the door, when it rings, he turns around and you can see that his eyes are bright green. I say, uh, good afternoon. I'm looking for some cigarettes and ask for my favorite brand. Of course. Uh, uh, well, we only carry this brand and this brand, but uh, okay. Well, I'll take some of them. Chesterfields, probably. I say, I, we're a small group of us visiting the town, um, traveling through the area. And uh, I'm actually looking for some friends of these people that have seemed to have gone missing or lost. I'm, won- I'm wondering, uh, is your name Philip at all? Uh, yeah. How do you know that? Philip uh, uh, Valera Pereira. Yes, um, we heard about, is it your son or your nephew that was maybe missing too? Oh, how did you hear about that? Yeah. Well, I, I'm actually a detective and I'm trying to help these friends uh, find their their missing friends too. And uh, it just seemed such a coincidence that uh, they were, had all gone missing from Silver City. 
did he happen to know uh, my my cousin David Lane by any chance? And I showed a picture. Um, you ever seen him around? No, I don't know who that is. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as my, um, go ahead and do a psychology role on this guy. Okay, that's something I'm good at. Oh, shit. Yes, pass. Um, when you mention your yeah, account, um, he's got a look on his face almost of disgust. We mentioned who? Joachim. Joachim. Gotcha. Um, so I, I pick that up and I, I, I say, was was the boy in trouble or, or was he running away? You know, because boy was boy was always in trouble. He's a complete disgrace to the whole uh, uh, Valera Pereira family. Uh, uh, just, just. Uh, I knew that he ran away. I, I of course, I, I know, you know, the, the police called me and I came and picked up his shit, but, you know, uh, ever since his parents died, uh, I've been taking care of him and he's just, uh, just been really difficult, especially once he, you know, hit, uh, hit the teenage years. He just, sure. was he close to anybody? As close as any family member is, but. Well, you know how problem, young people are. Problem, a problem, you know. You know, they usually get those bad behaviors by not you, of course, but usually by some friends. You know, maybe we uh, might be able to make some connections uh, with one of his acquaintances. Yeah, it's, I know all of his acquaintances. Uh, he probably got in trouble with somebody, and that's the end of that. And. You know, who knows? It's not something I can waste any more time on. Well, uh, certainly we'll make it worth it well, sir. What, what's your finest cigar? What do you have? Uh, cigars. You got that, those choice over there. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a box of them. Help yourself to as many as you like. So he... Uh, uh, he uh, sells you the cigars. Does he take I, any? I, no. Does he just I, shut I, the fuck down, or he's kind of shut the fuck down? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of tried to empathize a little bit with him, and uh, you know, you've obviously tried your best, and young young guys they do their own thing anyway, and it must be difficult. I've just got a really young a young child, so I've not hit that point yet, and. Kind of just uh, encouraging him that you know he's obviously had a hard time. He's tried his best, all the rest of it. Um, Can I do anything else for yeah. you? Is there anything else you need? He seems really said, kind of annoyed. Uh, okay, I say, well, sorry for bothering you, but obviously we're looking for our own friends, and uh, I just wondered if uh, it was becoming a co- common occurrence around Silver City that people were going missing. So I give him a few extra cents, and I say I'll be back. I'll be back for some more cigarettes tomorrow. All right. Um, uh, Doctor Hisney, do a spot hidden roll for me. Well, wait. 
What's that? Oh, eight. Oh, cool. Nice. As you are standing there, kind of in the back, just looking around, there's something that strikes you just a little odd. Um, on the shelf with the cigars, which the with the various things, boxes here, boxes there, and all that, there's a little spot. The first thought that comes to you is it's like where somebody would just put a knickknack, you know. But there's five odd-looking little statues. Um, they don't look American Indian at all. They're kind of ornate. Um, but you don't really feel like it's something that you can just bring up in casual conversation. It's just kind of odd. There's five I, little statues kind of in a little circle. Are they for sale? Do they look like, or do they just look like they're... You don't see them. Oh, right. That, that actually was going to be my question. Are they on the shelf as if they're for sale, or are they just... They like don't look a, like it. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, as you are leaving the shop, uh, Dr. Gregor. Um, okay. Do you speak Spanish, did you say? Yeah. Yes. Um, go ahead and do a listen roll for me. No. Oh. Who else speaks Spanish? <laughs> I do, but I'm not there. Oh, you're not there. Okay. Um, all right. I, mean, I was quite a ways off. I can't spend any luck and get there. All right. So you leave the you leave the shop and you're you're stepping back outside. Can I ask more detail about the statues? Uh, uh, like, what are they of? Are they people? Are they places? Are they creatures? They look like little little people. People. But they were like wearing. Uh, they were made out of. It looked like they were made out of terracotta or clay. Um. But you couldn't. You couldn't identify. What's what's your background? Archaeology. Archaeology. Um. Why don't you do an archaeology role for me? Pass. Hard. Hard pass. Excellent. Um, they definitely weren't American Indian, maybe Asian. Like, yeah, it's not really your speciality, but if anything, you would kind of guess something uh, Buddhist or uh, or Asian, something that you would see like in a a Siamese temple or something like that. Not, although not made out of gold, made out of terracotta. And not very large, only about five inches tall, maybe, each one of them. Okay. But there were five of them. Okay. Yeah. Kind of in a little circle. All right. So you step outside. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Robert, what are you up to while they're in yeah. there? Yeah. I'm going to be going around the uh, 
town proper there, especially around the uh, chapel. And uh, okay. looking, at, looking at the buildings, uh, something what we came up with in Silver City caught my attention. Um, and I'm going on layman's terms here because I'm personally not involved, but um, there was a mention of the inhabitants of Castronegro uh, fleeing from Spain uh, in regards to uh, an inquisition uh, in regards to uh, Freemasonry. And mm -hmm. the thing that has my attention that I want to kind of look into is, um, is there any evidence of what may have been um, a Freemasonic uh, gathering place, a uh, lodge or uh, in insignia or cornerstones on some of the buildings that, that have a mention of, uh, you know, like the square and compass and, uh, sure, you know, sure. or maybe a dedication or even the church too. Um, Why don't you do a, a spot hidden for me? All right. Uh, passed. Um, as you look around and you you are looking specifically like for cornerstones and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You, Keystones, you, cornerstones, things that don't, well, layman would know. You don't see anything that would indicate Freemasonry. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that in of itself seems kind of significant mm -hmm. if it has something to do with Freemasonry, but there's no, no Freemasonry yes. symbols anywhere. Okay. Um, just kind of also looking around uh, behind the church and kind of up and down the, you know, general area of the, uh, of the, uh, of the town. Anything um, that pops up? Well, let's talk for a second about the church. It's definitely an old church, uh, made mostly out of stone. Um, mm -hmm. It's a chapel. Uh, okay. Let's see. It's uh, um, it has a tall bell tower. It's got stained glass windows. Uh, hmm. It looks pretty much like an old Spanish Roman Catholic church. Um, but there's something, something just off about it. Something that the way that it just sort of looms up there. Mm -hmm. um, you don't get a you don't get a, a pleasant feeling from it. You get a kind of a ominous sort of feeling from it. Well, and also um, the fact the fact that it's stone uh, primarily is very rare in the Southwest because usually it's adobe. Even the biggest churches are are made out of adobe and uh, and maybe a little bit of wood. But having a stone church, I mean, this is something you'd see back east or in uh, you know maybe a very large town in in Mexico and stuff. It also seems, now that you look around the town um, and maybe estimate that there's probably, you know, 500 people that would live in a town this size, it seems odd that there's not more churches. There's just this one. Hmm. So maybe, maybe the foundations of the of the uh, the town the found the founding of the town was all roman catholic mm -hmm. so they only built one church which makes sense for for most small towns in new mexico there 
but it doesn't seem inviting. That's interesting. Yeah, it seems maybe a little run down. Um, there's just there's just an air about it that's just not not inviting. Kind of poke around the back there. Is that where the uh, uh, graveyard is? Um, there's no graveyard there. No. No graveyard. Okay. Um, anything in the ba back area? I noticed there was like a on the map the blue circle there. There's a, there's a little fountain. Fountain. That's still interesting. Um, hmm. The fountain has a statue in the center of it. Mm -hmm. uh, of a gentleman, um, looks like some sort of Spanish gentleman. Uh, okay. Probably, probably the founder of the town. Uh, what's the statue made out of? I don't know. Uh, the hell is a statue made out of bronze? Maybe bronze. It's, wow. I don't know. Okay, you say wow. See, I don't know what it would be made out of. So it's made out of what you'd expect it to be made out of. Okay. So or it looks in the southwest. It's got it's got a very strong Spanish influence to it. Hmm. Okay. So given it probably would, given the uh, given the it's in New Mexico and stuff, because because not a lot of metal foundry type type stuff. Be very uncommon to be metal. So okay, a wooden statue. All right, but a fountain, that's, that's uncommon. Hmm. Well, remember the town was founded by Spanish people from Spain. Yes, so. true, true. So, okay. Okay. I take it back. There is a cemetery. Okay. I didn't realize, but it's on this map. The, the cemetery is actually, yeah, uh, to the side of the church. Okay. Just a few headstones, not not many uh not prolific, nothing new or a few a few headstones, a few uh uh mausolea. Okay, uh, mausoleums too. Okay. Uh but none of them none of them very large. Uh hmm. lots of uh, lots of Jimenez, lots of uh Diaz, lots of Valela Pereira. Right. A few other names. Hmm. Okay. 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 Hmm. Well, you All see right. your friends coming out of the tobacco shop. Okay. I'm going to wander over that direction there. How the hell did I miss that on the map? Okay. Hey, Dr. Harlow. Did you hey. uh, find anything over there? I'm just looking around the town, getting a getting a feel of it here, and um, interesting. Um, a lot of how the original construction of the town here is more in line with uh, some of the uh, older areas of Mexico, and and using you know reflections of Spain and Spanish uh, design. Um, not unheard of, but for 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 way out here in the Gila, it's kind of. Uh, I'd say it's kind of uncommon. I mean, you don't see very much in the way of stonework out this this way. I mean, granted, not unheard of, but I mean, for a small town, a lot of stonework, especially the church. Did that church seemed very old to you. Oh, very old, very old. But um, it 
just doesn't feel right. Maybe it's because it is made out of stone and uncommon. It just just uh, something about it just doesn't doesn't settle right with 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 me. It's a, it's kind of a slight anomaly if you really look at it. I mean, how many towns from where you're you're from have churches made of stonework? I mean, even even the big churches in the the, the big church in uh, Santa Fe. Um, there, that big one with that crazy staircase. I mean, that's based along uh, Adobe and stuff. This is this is actual stonework here. I wonder if the library has any uh, stories about it. That'd be a place for us to check. Yeah. But um, whoever came from Spain here was, you know, artisans. He had a lot of artisans here. A lot of uh, people who knew how to who knew how to work with stuff. Um, it's an this uncommon thing out here, man. It, oh, that's it, so. It is a really specialized talent to be able to build that. Then, oh, out here, absolutely. I mean, you'd have to you'd have to have a quarry for the stone, and not only that, you'd have to have people who know how to work with stone. Which um, you know, coming from Spain, it's understood. But even still, most of the Spanish here uh, usually adopted adobe for their buildings. Can you tell if that or, is a local stone, or was that stone brought in from somewhere? I, I can't tell that, unfortunately. I'm, the, perhaps a geologist could tell you a little bit more about the what the stone is and where it may have come from. But it'd have to have been local to come here and really stone like this, um, it would it would take a lot to import if it actually was imported. It'd have to come from a local quarry. And well, it'd I've have heard. to be a quarry that has, has some very, very uh, high quality stone. I've heard some stories of buildings being moved, but I mean that's a lot of weight to bring all the way out here. Um, well, and you also got to th got to think in the 1600s. I mean, you're going through wilderness, bringing a whole stone building through the wilderness. That'd have to be a monumental feat. I mean, it's maybe maybe they got lucky and found a you know an area uh, an area that had actual quality stone that they could quarry out and having people who are talented. You know, uh, maybe they all banded together and decided to put it up but um this is very odd i mean this is very very odd and and the church is odd and and stuff i mean i can i mean look around you most of the buildings are adobe or you know you could see stuff that may have been built in the 17 or 1800s and stuff out of wood um especially you know when you know this area was part of the whole you know lincoln county expansion for for uh or the uh, grant county expansion here for the uh for the cattle ranches and stuff, but a big, I mean, this is comparatively speaking, a big stone church in the middle of the Gila national forest. I mean, that's, that's interesting. It's an interesting anomaly. I mean, heck if you get tourists, they could, you know, enough tourist stuff here and the uh, clergy is, is willing. They could have a real uh, tourist thing on their hands here, but it, I mean, it could, it could bring a potential industry to this place. I mean, just with the history and stuff, I mean, this is pretty amazing. Tom, a question for you here. Mm -hmm. Would the skill natural world, would that give me some indication uh, of whether or not this stone is actual local quarry? Or is that related more to like plants and animals? Hmm. Why don't you go ahead and do the roll? Sure. Nope. Can I do a roll offhand just to sure. maybe see if I correlate something? Uh, regardless of where that stone came from, boys, I would keep that under your Actually hat. Actually made it. Uh, 
Most of it seems yeah. like uh, like granite that you would find in the local hills and mountains right around here. So it's not mm. that unusual. Okay, so it's yes, so it's a readily available resource, but it, it but to have the talent to assemble it, uh, especially amongst these other types of structures that don't even match, would be pretty unusual. Um, but then again, but then again, um, if you gentlemen re remember reading about the uh, Freemasons and stuff, I mean Freemasonry came out of uh, out of the old Stonemason guilds. So you know, what's to say there's not some kind of you know connection with that? I mean, it would kind of make a little sense there, wouldn't it? That makes sense to me. I mean, it could have just been a small yeah. group of Freemasons that came up from New Mexico, or from Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, well, coming coming in from Spain and stuff, apparently the founders here were, were you know, fleeing from the uh, Inquisitions there because Catholic Church isn't too happy with the Freemasons. So... Yeah, and they, they had, there's major works all over Colombia, and they were bringing that stuff into the 1500s. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, I don't, but, think it's but, I don't think it's insane that, I mean, I think it's unusual, but I don't think it's, like, unworldly for them to have something. Like no, that. it wouldn't be unworldly there, but at the same time, this part of the the world here, they, they worked more with, the, with what was in their environment because Colombia and those areas, they had direct... Uh, you know, contact with ports and stuff. We're we're very far away from any kind of port. I mean, even in old Mexico and going into you know when the Spanish were colonizing here, this was like the the to put it, to put it a, a in a very rough way, the ass end of uh, Mexico here back in the day. Sure, but I don't know. Maybe in the, the mind, you know, there could have been some economics. This town was obviously bigger earlier, so you know, it's and, possible. At one point in time, it seems that church was needed for whatever its purposes may were. Well, they went to, but let's just say, you know, I the way it's looking to me, they went to the nines here with, with building the church. I mean, this is, I mean, like I said, even the big church in, in, in Santa Fe uh, and the big churches, you know, uh, in the other larger towns and cities and stuff, mostly adobe and wood, uh, stone is... is this is uncommon. I mean, the big, big church in, in Las Cruces there that we passed by when we drove through, that's Adobe. I would, um, I would keep that between us and maybe keep your investigations of it. Uh, under oh, I agree. Hat. I, agree. Of, I really don't want this Mr. Diaz to, uh, to come under his radar, uh, unnecessarily. Um, and if he's, uh, afraid of strangers or, yeah, or, then, any acts that may, you know, he may perceive uh, unusual. Like if we, he may see, think that we're going to make this a tourist destination. And, mm. Well, uh, I think people in general get sensitive when you start to draw attention to what's different about their uh, their spiritual or religious beliefs. And with an isolated town like this, we, we could easily upset someone by innocently no, poking at something that's just a, uh, uh, observation on our part. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like if I were to bring up your uh, odd speech pattern in your funny ears, that would probably make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Not my, not my ears. I say, uh, excuse me, gentlemen, um, I've been mulling this over. We, ha we have two real connections in this town. 
remember mm -hmm. the, the, the letter and I pulled the letter out of my, my pocket with the father's name from the church um, who was corresponding with David Lane. And the other one is the book. And I asked I ask, uh, Julius if he's still got that German book he was looking at with him on the trip. Oh, yeah, I have a lot on my side. Because that may be an opportunity to go into the bookstore. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe... Uh... Yeah, maybe approach him on a casual because this is, uh, I mean, a sizable amount, and I suspect he probably took uh, David for a bit of a ride. I mean, a hundred dollars for a book well, the, of an unknown book, author seems uh, in this podunk town seems like a lot, but I mean, compared to my collection at all, you know. I can't remember. Was the book Godfrey's? Was that Godfrey's? Yes, Godfrey's. Yeah. So. Oh, was so it? And, uh, yeah, I thought book. it was. Oh. Sorry. And you go. Yeah. The book connects Godfrey to this town, with that. Yeah, child. I found it in Godfrey's study. Gotcha. That's yeah, and, and, and the uh, I, Yeah, I would uh, seriously also keep the fact that we have the book with us under under our hats. Yeah, I think it might be a more casual conversation. Maybe we see him at uh, Sanchez's or something. Uh, yeah. Buy him a drink. See what he thinks about the uh, occult or you know whatever uh, talk of the day is. You know rather build a rapport before we just let's get a rapport with the with the book owner the bookstore owner yeah. before we uh mention anything in particular let's see if he, he even knows about godfrey coming in hmm. and is willing to talk about it and then uh, we can I, proceed from there i suspect it would be unlikely that, we, that he would forget godfrey if he spent 100 dollars on that book yeah in this town. I, I highly unless, unless he's willing to to not mention godfrey at all mm -hmm. I, Which I, would I, be I, saying something in itself. Yeah. Yes. Let's uh, well, let's well, be careful here, guys. I, I, I agree with you, Julius. I think we we should need we need to be careful. I'm interested well, in following that up just, and going to the bookshop. Hey, Robert. Can I ask you, when you were walking by the church? Did you notice any people out? Huh. It's Sunday afternoon. Not a lot. Just a few people going back and forth to here and there but nothing out of ordinary for a small town um church looked pretty darn darn quiet um but then again that's uh i don't think i don't think anything's going on here it's nope. uh not nope. surface sure? time well it doesn't mean anybody's not not in there it's just it's oh. just not a, not a time that i would suspect it'd be uh active okay that's it just seems sizable as if someone would live there, especially the way that the letter was addressed. Well, I'm sure there's somebody in there. It's just I didn't see anybody just going around. Okay. To the bookstore? Or the library. I think we got a got a good in the fact that they have a library here. I mean a library and a bookstore in a little place like this, this is you know, places to look, but it's also kind of uncommon too. Um, uh, also, I mean, following up on the church and actually talking to the person that yeah. this letter is addressed to, I think is probably a top priority. Certainly is for Julian. Yeah. So where do we go, gentlemen? Well, to the church. Well, well, Sam, okay. Um, Sam wants to head to the bookshop, I think. Uh, I'm happy to give the, anybody going to the church the, the letter. 
So the letter is addressed to this church, right? Like I read the address yeah. very or if, neatly. If, and... if we all want to go to the church, let's just go on mass then. And yeah, you know, I see, what, see what the father, see what see what the father see what the father has to say about it. Yeah, crack my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> say let's go to the church and then uh, check out the bookshop and then make our way around around to the other locations. And, and okay. when do we get the Sanchez? Uh, later on. Um, just to clarify, the letter that you the le the envelope that you saw was from the church to David. Okay. Yes. Yes. But it's it's definitely from this church. There's no mistake in it. Correct. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's any other chapel in, in the church. Okay, just wanted to make sure that it wasn't like, oh, it's the one next door. Like, like... All right, so the church is where you're going? I'm, I'm sitting here uh, outside the game. I'm sitting here chuckling because I told you this is a sandbox. And so you'd say, like, the tobacco shop. And I'm like, find the tobacco shop information. Oh, oh now the now the <laughs> oh shit. Oh no, now the church. Oh no, like this. So I've got this thing just brought up the entire in front of me. <laughs> we want to go to every establishment, including private residences, this is the entire town. All right. Let's let's make Tom's life exciting. Just go somewhere yeah. else instead. No, he's <laughs> no, no fuck it. Let's back up, right? <laughs> you decided to go to Spain <laughs> and chase down that <laughs> angle first. Look at that greenhouse. Uh, Let's go over there. Find Mr. Montoya in Portugal. Yeah, yeah we just yeah. don't know enough about the. Uh, <laughs> what makes you think I don't have that information? <laughs> All right. Um, so you're gonna head to the chapel. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, there are a number of doors. There are doors on the. There are a door on each side, and there's a door. Uh, obviously, the the main doors of the church. Uh, where where are you going to go? I say probably the side because you know that's probably where the the help goes in and out. I guess we would that be right for us to assume. The help? Well, the people who work at the church, maybe the. Um. Okay. Um. Let's see. You are on which side of the church? You guys were over by the tobacco shop, right? You were. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are approaching from that side of the church. Um, uh, now, the, the church is fairly large. I mean, it's not, not huge. Um, uh, as I say, there's a big tower on the, uh, the west side of the church, and you are approaching... Uh, from the south door. Um, all right, you step through, and you're you're coming in to the side of the uh, the main body of the church. Um, it's very quiet. Um, you don't immediately see anyone in there. Uh, the general feeling that you get from the chapel is uh, that it's barely used. Um, it's, you know, there's there's a little bit of dust, more dust than you'd expect. Um, 
it's still it's it's fashioned up in the front up in the 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 altar of the church is is definitely looks like a Roman Catholic uh, setup. Uh, you don't readily see the priest. Uh, you can see to your left, which would be towards the main doors of the church, that there is a staircase that goes up to the bell tower, okay. which you can see from the outside. And there's a door, of course, across the church from you, going back out again. Okay. Um, Does there seem like uh, maybe uh, an area where someone would be living here? Like... Well, they wouldn't live in the church, but uh, the the doors weren't locked. Uh, so oh, there's probably that's a pretty common Catholic thing. That's why I just assume that because the letter is from here. You know what I mean? So I assume that you wrote a letter to someone you sent it from. All right. Well, on either side of the altar area, there are doors. There are rooms, probably okay. you know, where the where they store stuff or like that. All right. Let's check those rooms. I'll knock on the door on the left. Okay. Um, uh, when you knock on the door, you hear um, uh, you hear what sounds like a chair, you know, sort of scrape for just a second, and uh, footsteps approach, and the door opens, and uh, there is a Catholic priest. He's in a black uh, cassock that goes down to the ground. Uh, it's got the little little Roman collar. <clears throat> he looks like he's old, probably in his seventies. And he's like, uh, he's like, yes. Can I help you? Um, he has green eyes, gray hair. I, I I don't know what the letter, the name of the priest on the letter was, but I I, I pull the letter out. I look at it and go, Are you? Father this Alonso. priest, Father Alonso, Alonso, yeah, Alonso. Uh, yes, yes, I'm Father Alonso. Hello, can I help you? Yeah, uh, you can. I'm Julian Lane. Uh, Father Alonso. I think it's Valela Pereira. I think it is Tom. Uh, yeah, Valela Pereira. Uh, what can I do for you, my son? As I said, uh, I'm Julian Lane, David Lane's cousin. Oh, David, yes. Yeah, he, he's been corresponding with you? Um, he actually came here to visit me. Uh, he asked uh, a number of questions about uh, uh, Castanegro. I uh, I told him that uh, I would put together some information and send it to him. Uh, he seemed interested in the history of the town. Is that the last time you saw David? Uh, yes. He said that he was heading back towards uh, Silver City, uh, and I haven't seen him since then. Uh, how is he? Well, he's missing, and that's why I'm here from Arkham, Massachusetts. Missing? Yes, unless you know of his whereabouts. I, I have no idea. I wasn't aware that he was missing. Well, some of the information you gave him may be paramount. Is there any way you might be able to 
point us in the right direction? No, it wasn't really anything interesting at all. Just, uh, you know, the, the, the foundation of the town, um, information on uh, uh, the Valela Pereira, my own, my own family, uh, the, the, the Diaz family, uh, Jimenez family, just the foundation of the town. Um, nothing, nothing really unusual at all. And when did you send that out? That information to it. Oh, let's see. I believe oh, you can ask. Well, Lane's been missing since the 18th. I sent that to him. I believe it was somewhere around uh, August, maybe the end of August. Hmm. Pardon me, Father, but uh, as um, what was he? What was he? Get, what was it, the the reason he was interested in the town? If you don't mind me asking, what did he? Uh... I don't know. I think that he just had an interest in history. Hmm. He seemed like a bright, okay. bright young man. I do hope you find him. We hope so too. Well, um, so would you mind if uh, these men are uh, doctors and scientists and, and very good with books? And uh, could you maybe point them in the direction of the information uh, that uh, you believe David was interested in, and maybe they can. Um, coax out his state of mind. Well, I mean, everything that I sent him, I basically hand wrote out to him, but it was uh, stuff that you could find in the library here. Nothing really particularly interesting. Okay. But it was all specific to the, the roots of the town? Well, yes, and he, he, uh, he was interested in, uh, it seems to me he liked our cemetery, and I pointed out to him that although there are uh, Valela Pereira and uh, and uh, various other members of the town that are buried there, um, there was definite distinction in the town between um, the what should I say the more elite uh, uh, members of the family. Um, Oh, shall we say that the people in our in our cemetery are mostly the lesser members of the family uh the the, the Diaz family uh they have their own uh vault and uh the villa Pereiras as well um that's outside of town that's where all of the uh the important members of the family are buried uh he seemed interested in that um he was very interested in uh, the construction of our church uh that it uh, you know in the late 1600s um I, I there may have been more i don't remember everything that he was interested in it was a while back he seemed to have an interest i think in the occult which i myself have mild interest in but it's purely hmm. academic well wow. 
Do you speak German by any chance? Oh, no, not at all. Well, that's unfortunate. Spanish and English. What uh, what interests you about the occult? Well, it's part of my religious beliefs that the devil is always up to uh, things. So one should always know one's enemy. Sure. It's hard to argue that. Um, anything that you can uh, think of that... Uh, You've well, been very helpful. Uh, nothing that I can think of, but if I do think of anything that's helpful to you, I'll certainly tell you. Uh, I wouldn't want anything bad to happen to David. Or anyone, for that matter. Is there talking time? I'm going to look at the man himself. Is he a tall man? Um. Yeah, fairly. Kind of stooped over with age. Is he Not the best diet. Large boots? Uh, you can't tell. He's wearing a cassock that goes all the way down, down to the ground. It's a black, black robe. You can't see his feet. Okay. Does he have a little beard? Trim beard? No, he's clean-shaven. You know, uh, there was this weirdest thing. Um, I don't know if it's... It was just strange, and it might. And, and, and you said you were familiar with their occult, but it could just have something to do with cobbling. Um, would you see? Look at look at my heel. I kind of I kind of show my heel. I, can I see yours for a second? I just want to show you something. My heel? Yeah, I just kind of put my foot because I, I like to the side and say like, see, there was this really unusual thing. And uh, it's just the strangest. It had something to do with what the way a, a footprint was, and it was just very strange. And you being familiar with the occult, I, I thought you may be able to 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 help. Oh, I, I I may have misunderstood what you said. You mean the heel of his shoe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you took your shoe off and you're showing him your heel. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. What the hell is he doing? Fucking Julius has gone off okay. the rails. Um, well, he sort of pulls back, pulls up his cask a little bit, and shows you his shoes. They're just like yeah. black, black shoes, black dress and shoes, just, but not in very good uh, condition. Yeah, and I just kind of show him like what I I was thinking of, like how there was a cross is in, in the mud um, by one of his windows. And if he knows of anything significant about that. It it makes no sense to him at all. Mm -hmm. Or does he have shoes like that? No, that's I ask, Father, um, can you tell me, you know, you mentioned David had an interest in the occult, and I'm helping Julius here uh, to try and find David. Is Was there something specific that he was maybe obsessed about or looking after down that, down that line? the occult um hmm. not not particularly he nothing seemed unusual about what he asked Tom I sent you a PM a couple minutes ago 
And as I look around the church, do I see any signs of Freemasonry? Uh, no. Just uh, Catholic iconography. Okay. Um, Statue of the Virgin Mary, Statue of St. Joseph. And he has uh, a small, he has reference books here that are different from the library or the the bookstore. He has his own personal library that he was pulling oh. information for uh, for David. I'm sorry, say that again. Uh, no, Father Alonzo has his own personal library that he was pulling information from. Uh, no, he was just using, uh, no, I was just using the regular library. He just seemed like he didn't have the time at the moment to do it, uh, to do that kind of research. Hmm. I believe he was getting ready to leave for Silver City. Interesting. And was he paying you for this? Service? Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't accept any kind of money for something like oh. that. That was very kind of you. My pleasure. Well, Father Alonso, if you think of anything else uh, that David was discussing with you or that you might think is important, I tell him where we're staying at the hotel across the way. Okay. Sam goes out for a smoke. Yeah, Sam leaves. Um, I'm, I go to the father's father. Um, me and my colleagues here are uh, also kind of uh, investigating another missing person. One of our one of our uh, fellows from the University of New Mexico was in the area, and he too uh, has disappeared. And we're uh, we're trying to see if we can find out where he might be, or if he may be connected with uh, Mr. Lane and his efforts. Um, he doesn't know anything about Godfrey at all. Okay. Well, I, I bid you adieu, and um, you know we'll we'll uh, I'll definitely uh, touch base with you later. Hopefully, I'll see you at the uh, the uh, the local watering hole, the gentlemen's club. I mean, Watch it, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my character mostly uh, clinches when he says that. I I do hope you find him. When do you have services, uh, Father? Um, Sunday mornings early, but I, I often uh, do services myself every every morning early. Okay, okay. Not when you say time. early, is it sun up sun services then? Y yes, but there's usually okay. nobody here. Okay. I have very few people who show up for church. Most of them go to uh, most of them go to somewhere else. Um, I've got the the name of the place uh most of them go to another little town called uh uh mogolon which is about 20 miles uh to the east mm -hmm. they prefer that church what, what denomination is that what, what do they practice over there catholic oh weird they, they don't uh, uh they don't enjoy the services here it's a it's an old church. It gets cold in the mornings. Okay. I've been on the roads here. They are atrocious. They it take is, some getting used to. Yes. Is this a is this twenty mile journey? Are the roads there any better? Not much. Hmm. 
Could you spell the name of that church for me? Well, it's the town. Oh, the town. I'm sorry. Uh, the town of M-O-G-O-L-L-O-N. Thank you. Hmm. Mogollon. Okay. All right. Well, I thank him for his time and uh, go check on steel. Thank you very okay. much for your time, Father. We appreciate you very much. Of course. All right. Um, did you all go to the church or did somebody go somewhere else? No, we all went. Okay. So you leave the church. Um, it's now about, we'll say about five o'clock. Um, the sky is changing color. It's, it's still got another couple of hours, but you can tell that it's late afternoon. I took a peek in the door on the other side of the altar. It, it was just a confessional. Everything looked on the up and up in there. Mm -hmm. I kind of gather everybody to the side and say, well, we got another connection here, guys. Um, looks like uh, both our professor and uh, your cousin there, Julius, is uh, interested in the occult. Yeah. And this seems to be an interesting place to find information about the occult. I was thinking uh, you nerds should go do your nerd work at the library while... Uh, uh, what is a nerd? Uh, well, you know exactly what it is. Bully! Oh, bully! You know what a nerd is. <laughs> uh, and uh, Sam and I, we'll go... Uh, we'll go uh, peruse uh, Sanchez. Sanchez. Uh, well, I, I would be interested to see if the bookshop's still open before we do that, and unless it's closed. Well, this is Sunday, October 4th, I believe. Uh, uh, I don't know if they're they're open at 5 o'clock, but yeah. Yeah, I doubt it. Uh, yeah, it's not open. Neither is the library? Or However, when you when you go, are, are you going to head over towards the bookstore just to see? Well, it's just across the store. Yeah, I'll just go in a window shop and have a look about. Um... It, it, it it's uh it's called uh uh la, la tumba uh curiosity shop mm -hmm. um for those of you who know spanish it's the tomb um so this matches the receipt mm -hmm. uh there are uh, fairly large windows in the front and there is a tremendous amount of interesting and odd paraphernalia inside the window Almost all of it looks Asian, uh, even Balinese. There's a number of large statues, uh, guardian, um, you know, like uh, temple guardians. Um, uh, it looks like quite an interesting store, although there is a light on in the back. Um, uh, the, the store is definitely closed. Interesting. Um, uh, the library is also closed. Watch as it is. So what would you... Is, 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 it, is it worth chopping is it, is it the door and annoying the whoever's in the back shop? You're not even sure if they're there. It might just be that they're, they leave one light on. Is, uh, is it J Jeff's character? Is it his name? Is he with us on this walk? His name? Uh, 
I don't know. We we said we were splitting up, so I didn't. Okay. Oh, are we? I don't know. I I wasn't. Well, you you're just if you're all if you're all at the chapel, then you're just standing outside the chapel. Okay. The the Latumba is just literally across the street. So. Okay. Well, I just let the guys know some of the weird stuff that was in the window, the kind of uh, mm. characters, statues, and things like that, and. I'm ready for something to eat, if you guys are. Let's go get something to eat, and then at a later time, uh, let's all go check out the uh, curiosity shop. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So you go you go to Herrera's, and uh, the little, I guess it's like a restaurant uh, uh, lounge, uh, is uh, it's called Benito's. Um, the food is fairly decent. Uh, you notice um, there are a couple of other uh, people uh, who are staying in rooms upstairs that have come down for dinner. The dinner is complimentary. It goes with your bill. Um, and it's, it's fairly, fairly decent. The, uh, the two other people that are in the room, uh, eating, uh, they look like they are American Indians, probably Apache. Uh, they're not, they're of course dressed like farmers. Green eyes? No. You can't really tell, but they don't look like they don't have the same cast as the Polina Pereiras. Any strange footwear? Not that you can see, no. We all go around one by one looking at the, sh the sole of their shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think. I don't think these are the guys. I think it's people from the village. You know, it's the whole green eye thing in this uh -huh. community. You know, huh. however, uh, uh, I keep forgetting the professor's name. Hasn't he Harlow and what's uh, the other one? Aston. Aston. Um, you know about the kind of Indian life. So if anyone wants to talk to him, I guess you would be the man. I'm enjoying my meal. Yeah, I just make like conversation with the. Uh, is it like separate tables, or are we all eating at one table? I, I, they're the they're sitting at, they're sitting at their own tables. Did anyone else find it odd that the whole town pretty much is going to another church twenty miles away? That's very odd. Yeah, it seems insane to me. The roads are here terrible. I, I wouldn't travel twenty miles from till my mother's funeral. <laughs> why would they? I mean, that's the thing. Is why? Why would I mean with a unique church like this? Why would they uh, ignore it? There's I mean, something. This is a point. unique. Something's odd, indeed. How's that church even staying afloat? I mean, they have to have bills from you know money for maintenance and the you know, to pay the priest. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is the Catholic Church, so he probably know, gets a stipend in there. That's about all he gets. Yeah, with their land, uh, you know, and their 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 power and clout, I'm sure they they you know they could uh, easily maintain that church. 
I'm guessing. There seems to be a lot of, like I mentioned, the statues that, that I saw earlier, and then the fact that Mr. Steele also saw the Asian. I'm having a hard time putting that together, too, that we're in a remote town that should be Spanish slash Catholic iconography, and we're seeing, it's. I don't know. I don't know if it's the people of the town itself or the church is somehow turning them all yeah. away. I know by well, having a German occult book in an Asian thrift shop in the middle of a New Mexican town. Just, exactly. Uh, I mean, and, and and a strong presence of occult. I mean, ca any good Catholic around here, uh, you, you mentioned anything that's even remotely occult, they would have nothing to do with it. They would not allow it to happen. Uh, it would be it would be gone in a in a in a in a moment. I yeah. mean, just to have, just to let it be here is is not right i mean no no good no good citizen in this area of the country would would stand for anything remotely resembling the occult mm -hmm. and with these and, other symbols just openly sitting out in a, in a display that seems very very odd that yeah. they would be acceptant of that even if he had it behind the counter it's one thing but i mean for window shopping and for anybody who just passes by to see that and what's the significance of having these things there in the first place? What what purpose do they serve for the people out here? They're farmers and ranchers and, and maybe even a few miners and stuff. Why would they need all this stuff out here like this? Well, with the mining, did they have uh, a bunch of railroad come through here? Were, were any of the uh, Asians in the railroad out here? No. There's no. no railroad here. Okay. Closest railroads over Silver City, and there would be no, there, there would be no spur out this direction. And if there were Asians on the railroad, they wouldn't even come out this far unless there was some good reason. Sure. So as you finish dinner, what would you guys like to do? Uh, I think we should get a drink. I'm dying. So I'm... Who's with me? I don't drink. Are Indian customers still there? Are the Indian guys still there? Um... One of them is. The other one's gone back upstairs. Uh, I say, uh, Professor Haston, would you want to accompany me? I'm just thinking if these guys are travelers, they may have bumped into either David or, or Professor Godfrey. We don't know. Or maybe they're workers uh, in the area or whatever. I, uh, I'd, be, I, I'd be glad to accompany you, but I wouldn't expect them to do me any special favors. Uh, it's, you know, if they're Apache, they, they, right. there's certainly not a whole lot of love here. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe not then. But I, I ask for the photographs, or, or I take the photographs of uh, both David Lane and the professor, Professor Godfrey, over, and uh, speak to the guy that's left. I'll, um, I'll hold the photograph and go over with you. I guess. Like, all right, well, we'll talk to them if you think that's the appropriate way. The most you get out of this guy is that his name is Ned Brown. That he. Uh, that he's just uh, traveling, and uh, uh, he has no idea who those people are. But he's very stoic. He's very unemotional. Um, you get a feeling from him that he's just really not interested in talking to you. 
Oh, well, sorry to disturb you. Uh, Especially since you're white, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, so okay. Uh, I'm going to do a Just a shot in the dark. Yeah, can't hurt, right? I mean, it might have hurt us, but <laughs> the repercussions won't come out for a while, I hope. <laughs> All right. So you mentioned that you were going to go get a drink. Yeah. All right. Uh, you are you you finish with your meal. You uh, um, it was actually quite good. Um, you uh, you exit the hotel, and you are headed. You just need to make a left hand turn and walk a little down the street, mm-hmm. and. Um, Between the door of the hotel and the corner, uh, which you have to cross the street at the corner, before you get to the corner, a shot rings out and a bullet ricochets off the building right next to you, kicking up a little cloud of dust. Uh, It's dark by now, so you don't know where the bullet came from. And that's where we're going to end it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Our players included Ken Trench, Jeff Wilkins, Ford Fitch, Joshua Morrow, and Fred Carter with yours truly as a keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our show free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show can now enjoy recordings of our pre- and post-game conversations when we first publish them. Some of the funniest and most interesting stuff occurs before and after the show. We have a new patron today, Matt Ryan, who is also the author of a number of the stories that we've done. And uh, and he's part of... Um, oh, for crying out loud. I suddenly can't remember. Um, Jeff... Uh, Reckoning of the Dead, I think. Reckoning of the Dead website, yeah, where they publish uh, uh, one single-page scenarios. He's pledged five dollars. Thank you so much, uh, Matt, for your contribution. Thank you, Matt. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch that uh, bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Mm-hmm.